Hello and welcome to another episode of Deep Thoughts. We've missed you the past couple of weeks as we've been getting ourselves all set up for the summer and trying to figure out whether we wear masks or not during podcasts. Um, and of course, as always, I'm joined here by Chris Cottonwar, who actually runs everything in the giant deep state network. How you doing, Chris? Doing really good. <clears throat> Great weekend, good weather. You don't seem to be wearing a mask. I'm not wearing a mask, but you know, I, then again, I'm I'm by myself. But it's you know very confusing. I don't know when to wear a mask and when not to wear a mask. And Murphy's really muddying the waters along with uh, our buddies in New York, saying they got to look at the data. I don't know what they're going to look at that the CDC hasn't looked at. But there you go. But the thing is, right? The CDC has looked at the. <sighs> The data says you don't need to wear a mask, but the possibility that unvaccinated people lie about it, come into a store and expose somebody else who hasn't been vaccinated, I guess, is a, a risk. But it yeah. does seem like we're, we're, we're coming to the end of this thing, like, fast. Yeah, yeah, you know, 12 to 15 year olds can get vaccinated. My son has an appointment tomorrow. He said, I want to get vaccinated, you know, sooner rather than later. But yeah, I, I mean, the point about people just shedding their masks, whether they're vaccinated or not, I think is, is a valid point. Um, but it seems stores are making decisions about people coming into their establishments and, you know, and, and we're still, you know, we're still not a hundred percent there yet, I guess. And as a, as a state speaking from a, a New Jersey standpoint, you know, Murphy's just not open to doing that because he keeps looking at the data and the data says we're doing well and we want to continue to do well. Like I understand that, but there's a business side of this that, you know, these small businesses have just, have just been crushed uh, through this, you know, restaurants, especially, you know, retail to some extent. Um, and I mean, at some point you gotta just believe in the science. If, it, if the CDC saying you can go inside and you're vaccinated and the chances are low that you'll be, uh, you know, that you'll get COVID <laughs> or give it, then I trust it. I, you know, I'm, well, I'm fine with it. I agree. And we did, you know, I mean, I thought we had a good conversation last week about what's going on in India, what's going to go on in the rest of the world. And it does raise the possibility that new variations and mutants and so forth can come in the next few months. Um, and that we're going to have to remain vigilant. We can't just, you know, go back, go back to where we were, hit the reset button. I totally agree. And, you know, that's something that's going to have to be closely monitored over, you know, the next several months. And, you know, I think travel limitations, you know, are reasonable to areas where there are currently COVID breakouts. And I mean, India's, you know, we, we, we saw, I mean, they're just, they're getting crushed um, with, you know, that that's the thing. I mean, we can see, you know, you saw people, I'm sure, in New York this weekend having probably 
a meal outside, no masks, hanging out. Oh, it's kind of zoo. Washington Square Park must have had ten thousand people. It was like you know, it was a like a you know a full baseball stadium full of people. Yeah, and people, you know, they're clamoring for that. I mean, it's been a long time. You know, you take the weather with that announcement. Uh, and I was just fully vaccinated on Friday. So, um, so that I, you, you know, just I was, have two weeks, two weeks to. No, I, w- I was two weeks after the second dose. Oh, I see. I see. So that. In Washington Square Park, if, if marijuana smoke provides any protection from the disease, then, then you could be safe because you walk in and like, the secondhand smoke, you're like stoned within a hundred feet of walking through Washington Square Park. I, I still can't wrap my head around that. I mean, I know it's it's legal in New Jersey, but it's still weird. But but they also don't, you know, there's like a little corner of the park where there are a bunch of junkies. And the police never even go there. The police know they're there. The police are standing 30 feet away. But, that, you know, I guess they've just made a decision that they're not going to prosecute these things. And so, I don't know. It's a little weird. I'll tell you a weird story before we get serious here. The other night I was walking the dog at two in the morning. It was NYU graduation day. So the streets were kind of full at 2.30, 2 and 2.30. Anyway, so I'm walking down the street, Ninth Street where I live, go to Fifth Avenue, you know, which is the corner, then go up to 10th Street and I'm walking down 10th Street. Finally, the dog decides he's gonna take care of business. And I can't believe I'm talking about it. Anyway, so this woman, I'm, I'm like standing there in the dark, 2.30 in the morning. And all of a sudden a woman steps out of the shadows into the light. And she looks at me and she says, are you from around here? And I said, yeah thinking she was going to ask where the subway was or something. And she said, you know, this is the most haunted street on New York, in New York. And I was like, I beg your pardon? She said, and this building is the most haunted building in New York. It has 22 ghosts in it. And I I was like, what? Yeah. She said, and there was a murder here. And I was like, okay, you know, at a certain point in New York, you know, the odds are that some of the people around you are crazy. And I just thought, okay, never mind. I'll go home. Got home, it was three o'clock, couldn't sleep for obvious reasons, started Googling. And it turns out that 14 West 10th Street is called the House of Death. And it's the most haunted house in New York. And wow. There are all these ghosts, including the ghost of Mark Twain. And there was a murder there like 20 or 30 years ago. And it was just, I don't know. It's just was one she of a ghost? Only in New York, yeah, probably. I didn't look to see whether she had feet. But um, it's like one of those only in New York stories. Wow. <laughs> where, where, you know. So now, of course, the dog only wants to go to the bathroom in front of the house of death. Great. It's you'll a, see this woman all the time and eventually be lured in and yeah you never know you just never and one of the ghosts by the way according to the stories 
is a cap. So I, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. That will be interesting to see if your dog sees the cat on sees, your... Sees the ghost of the cat. Yes. Yeah, well, anyway. Um, on more serious ground, this week we're doing a big focus on the Middle East. Our podcast today is on the Middle East, and we have a guy, um, Alon Pincus, who was an aide to four different Israeli foreign ministers and two different national security advisors there, and was the consul general in New York. By the way, big sports fan. He's a big, he's a crazy sports fan. But uh, and then I think Wednesday we're doing a a show uh, late in the day with uh, a friend, Rula Jebrial, who's Palestinian, and Jeremy Ben-Ami, who is the um, head of J Street, which is a progressive alternative to APAC in Washington. And I also think on Wednesday, we're doing a show with Richard Haas from the Council on Foreign Relations, and Ed Luce is gonna join us on that show. Um, so the first three shows of the week are all going to touch on Israel-Palestine. That's a good lineup. And then we'll, we have, of course, uh, the next episode of Spy Talk this week with uh, Leon Panetta. Former that, defense secretary. That's right. And that, that'll drop on, on Thursday. Also, and was, then we, also with CIA director during the hit on... Osama bin Laden and was played in the movie by James Gandolfini. Yes, James Gandolfini. Um, and then we, we were still working on uh, Secret Life of Cookies, but last week we had Valerie Bertinelli on the show, which I thought, you know, that she, she actually had just come from the Today Show because she has her cooking show on the Food Network which the new season I think is starting to tape, she said, in a few weeks. And the show is called Valerie's Home Cooking. But, um, but she was a good guest. They had a good conversation, I think, about just relationship with food and how, you know, for, for her specifically as a child actor, and, you know, food for her has been a struggle because she saw it as a very positive thing. Families would get together her family would get together and have Sunday dinner and they make homemade gnocchi and all these Italian dishes. And she, she shared a story about a fifth grade teacher telling her that she was starting to, you know, get a little fat in the stomach and that she needed to watch that. And it kind of started this spiral in terms of just her relationship with food and you know, feeling guilty and, um, you know, she's kind of now come around to the idea, the fact that she's more comfortable with her, with herself in, in general, but she said, you know, it's, it's a struggle for her. Um, yeah. So it was, it was a good, it was a good interview, but yeah, fifth grade teacher. Hey, I had fifth grade teachers suck. I mean, first of all, but my fifth grade teacher during Christmas, we were doing Christmas carols and we were going down the hall and the fifth grade teacher, Mrs. Davis, who's, I think, dead. And, you know, so I should watch what I say. But Mrs. Davis stopped me, took me aside and said, just mouth the words, please. She said, don't sing. 
don't sing because your singing is so bad. So, wow, it's hard. You know, that's funny. My fifth grade teacher also, I mean, my parents, my parents were getting a divorce, which at the time, you know, wasn't a thing that was happening very widely. All of my friends' parents were probably miserable and they stayed together. So it was like a big deal. So I was going through that. I was in this class, the call, it was the AT class. They called it then academically talented. And I struggled mightily. And I had to deal with this teacher who would just like berate me. You know, I remember, I some, somehow remember this on parent teacher conference night she's talking to my mom about the fact that you know I have a girlfriend did I did she think that was a good idea at my age and what what, like fifth grade teachers you're right no they're no that's a hard time fifth grade is very 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 hard time um I mean you have kids who've just gone through that um by the way Marissa's daughter went to the national finals for her high schoolers for equestrian for dressage, which is part of equestrian. And she finished second in one and third in the other. In the Congratulations. Country. That's unbelievable. It's very, very fancy. Since the only horse I ever saw when I was growing up, you had to put a quarter in to ride it. You know, it's like in front of the barber shop. Or, or the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> We didn't, you know, see see horses, um, but um, you know, it's a different it's a different uh, different life. Well, well, I look forward to that, and of course, we'll do our our usual Thursday show as well. So, actually, this is a, one of those weeks where we're going to have what six podcasts. Yep, six podcasts should okay. be should better be pay, fun. <laughs> you better pace yourself. Yeah, you better pace yourself. But there's a lot going on. And um, I just wrote something. We put a column up. So we have a a new column up this week also. And um, of course, we have this. So this counts. That's seven podcasts. Uh, So people get a lot for their money for being members. And if you're a member, and you are, since if you're not a member, you can't listen to this, you should tell your friends to become members because you get a lot of value. And uh, we're growing, but we certainly welcome the opportunity to grow faster. Um, in fact, you'd probably like to do more podcasts each week, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. We are actually conceptualizing another podcast with Kavita, still in the developmental stages. Oh. But it'll, it'll focus on, on parenting and all of the, you know, the issues and, you know, challenges of, you know, parenting, especially now having gone through the pandemic and coming out of the pandemic and you know the I mean there's a lot of kids out there who have not been to school uh in person in more than a year and you know there are going to be you know lots of different sort of variations of you know mental health issues and anxiety and you know the the kinds of things that you know come with being sort of not socially active over the past 15 months. So all we'll, the, we'll all the come things up with. when you and I were in school, 
were met with the teacher saying, shut up and do what you're told. <laughs> exactly. It's a, it's a whole, it's a whole different world now. Uh, well, uh, that'll be interesting. And obviously we'll keep thinking of things and people who are listening to this, if you think, gee, I'd really like to hear these guys do something else or explore this. I'm one of those podcasts uh, is going to be interactive. The one with Rula and Jeremy. Um, so you can ask, post questions on that. And, uh, you know, I strongly encourage you to join it, ask questions. And if there are other things you want from us, email us, go on Slack, communicate with us on Slack, DM us on Twitter, find a way, let us know, and we will adapt and we will, uh, we will grow as we head into this summer of recovery here in the United States. And, um, and hopefully that'll be a good thing. We could all use a little relief, I think, at this point. Agree, agree. Um, okay, well then, um, everybody, listen to all these different podcasts. Um, and Chris, sign us off. Thanks for listening, everyone. Get vaccinated and stay healthy. Bye-bye.